0: Welcome to Journey to Truth podcast. Tonight we have on Darius He's the CEO founder of You Wealth Revolution, which is the world's largest energy healing and transformational event, uh, which has touched more than three million people in over 190 countries, I believe. Uh, so you're going to have to tell us all about that and how that got started, and and you know uh, where you came from, your background, and, and how you ended up where you are today. And uh, yeah. welcome to the show.
1: Yeah, thanks guys. It's awesome to be here, man. It's truly an honor. And I just applaud this platform that you're putting out for people free all over the world to open up to this journey of truth and journey to truth and get the truth out there. So thanks, guys. Yeah. Oh, thanks. absolutely. Thank we you.
0: it's it's uh it's fun. For it's us. our pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is great. Yeah. I, I um, you know, my journey to truth, I guess, would be <laughs> the reason yeah. I'm here. Um, I started out, you know, just kind of as a very different kid, and um, was always interested in like why things were the way they were. And I remember like soccer games with other kids; I'd be the one like looking at the flowers and like watching, the <laughs> <flowers>. <laughs> like trying yeah. to out why everybody cared kid. so much about. It. I was that kid, um, <laughs> but you know, I kind of pretty much like at seventeen, I was like, okay, I, I'm going to figure out how to be quote unquote successful and at the time i hadn't been doing very well in school and i was like i'm gonna figure out this whole like mind matrix control thing and just get straight a's and like that was my goal in school was to do that and i kept kind of that model of just like figuring out what i wanted how do i get it and then making it happen until probably about 37. And I was an attorney, uh, had gone to law school, had gotten an MBA in finance. I mean, had actually done really well graduated with honors and some different programs and stuff. And I was absolutely at, at, at a point of like breaking. Um, my marriage wasn't working out. I was, uh, financially not doing so great. You know, even though I had a lot of degrees, I was very much stuck. And I had a therapeutic hypnosis session that actually, took me through to two past lives. And then I got knocked in to this seventh or eighth dimensional blue zone or or bliss field that they call it. Um, Yeah. And it was amazing because, you know, I was very much like regimented in sort of like the logical world. And when I got into this space, it was absolutely the most amazing and real thing I'd ever felt in my life. I mean, it felt absolutely as real as being here on, you know, this video. call. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And the way I would explain it was um, what was wild was when I went into the past lives, and this lady was a really incredible hypnotherapist, and she was working with like the traumas I had. And the traumas I had was it was around money, it was around trust, it was around relationships. And all of a sudden, I went from experiencing those lies where I was just in this like gut wrenching, horrific trauma experiences, one of them like freezing outside you know, in the streets of Virginia as a like diminutive person, I was literally like a dwarf. And I remember like looking at myself, it was so real that cellular memory all came in to then actually dying and going out of the crown chakra up through the top of my head and into uh, this bliss field. And what was amazing was I went up the continuum, like up the vibrational continuum. I didn't go in and like, okay, now to the next reincarnation, It's like I went straight all the way up until all I remember was like being in this like infinite field of space, kind of like behind me. And I was everywhere, but I was nowhere. Like I was everything, but I was nothing. I had this amazing like bliss and joy and love. It felt literally like I was just a kid on Christmas morning times a million. And that's the way
0: I can explain it. And, and I've heard other people explain similar experiences just like that.
2: Yeah. I was gonna say that I've heard a lot of other near-death experiences where people they'll describe it the exact same way.
0: Yeah. And um, the, the
1: the wild thing about it is like we carry a cellular memory of that. Like we all carry it. That's how she was able to access it. So then there was another life which went back to like ancient Babylon, and I went through the process of dying in my own bedchamber. I was this emaciated, like skinny guy, had a lot of money. And I remember looking down at my legs and they were like, like my fingers, like, like bone thin, the sheets were just clinging to it. It was this deep, overwhelming sorrow, this like gut wrenching heart, like crushing trauma and sorrow and, and sadness about dying alone and a life wasted. And then out of the crown, right back into that bliss field, like twice, you know, and wow, man. And so I just could not look at the world the same way. It was like, after that, I was like, I could not look
2: at the world. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah.
1: So I came back from that and then my whole life fell apart or my whole life fell into place. Um, because everything that, that I was trying to hold together, like fell apart. And this is the thing that happens to a lot of people that have an awakening experience. It's like you, you, you get a taste of what you really are. And what like bliss really is. And then you come back and you're like, well, now I've got to get to work and I've got to like keep this law practice going. I've got to keep doing all these things. I got to be in this marriage that I don't, you know, all the things that they're not really you. They were created from what you thought you needed to be. Mm -hmm. And that was like for me at like 17, that was what I put in that mind matrix, like I said. And that was what I was creating. And then so everything fell apart. Like I I had a very tragic motorcycle accident, like a couple months later, um, almost died, went over the handlebars at like 60 miles an hour, broke this arm, you know, and I was just pretty much like uh, totally jacked up and had some weird experiences around that. And uh, then two months later, my wife fought for divorce, took half the company and uh, I remember, (laughs) Was just sort of, and like the sad story. With I remember, like being thirty-seven years old, uh, going back to live with my parents for about a year, and then I was on the bed of my pickup truck, you know, picking up all my papers, and I was taking them to my parents' house, and all of a sudden, I'm picking up this giant box with all my manuscripts and all the stuff I was going to work on and all my dreams and everything, and it starts raining, and my dad's <laughs> sitting there watching me, you know, looking at me like shaking his head (laughs) the bottom of the box gets you know all like overloaded with the water and the rain and everything falls through falls through everywhere my dad looks at me and he's just like you know "What's what's happening to you and it's like at that moment i just threw my hands up and i was like i'm free it's like i don't give a shit you know it's like it's it like i I don't care now i can rebuild my life to whatever i want because i really don't give a shit (laughs)
0: that's the that's the that's the catalyst that we hear about that happens to people that 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 kicks kickstarts them on this path you know and that's it's it's always interesting to hear everybody's because we all it's everybody's is so unique in their own way uh but it's all similar too so
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you know, it's like, so here I was, you know, I was practicing laws, trying to figure all this stuff out, but I had actually become a hypnotist at the time um, around like that experience with the past life stuff. I had become a metaphysical hypnotist. I had done Psyche healing. I had uh, studied NLP, became a practitioner in that, became a practitioner metaphysical. And I was just trying to figure out like, what is the world about? Like, what is this reality about? Um, and I started to actually plug into something really wild. There was a gentleman that taught me hypnosis named Gerald kind, and he still teaches it through another guy, but he had something called ultra height. And his belief was that if you ascended the human consciousness high enough, we could do anything like we could do anything. You know, we could do self healing. We could do time travel. We could past life regression, forward life progression, we could uh, remote view. We could uh, astral travel. Anything was possible.
0: It's all, yeah. all the above, and we're all capable of it. We just don't realize it. Yeah. We don't realize it.
1: Yeah. And so yeah. this guy had figured out the exact way, and I know other people have too, to actually integrate that into the human consciousness template. And this is exactly like what the Christ was teaching. So, like when I started to see that, I'm like, man, if I was So I saw healings take place. I saw, like, you plop some person off the street who's just in a shitty mood. You raise their vibration. You get them to the Christed consciousness state. You take somebody who's got a problem or a pain. You wrap their arms together. The one person's now in a high vibration state emanating pure love. I mean, maybe 20 minutes ago, they were just in the funk. And now they're transmitting healing frequency to that other person like it's that possible to do just Mm -hmm. with anybody you know and i'm like man if we could do that with these people like it's possible so i started like really trying to understand like okay so what's going on in the planet like why are we not all doing this like why are we living in this like weird mutant matrix you know total false paradigm and why are we not like actually realizing we're all christ
0: (laughs) (laughs) well it's because we're, uh hey it's all been suppressed we are not supposed to figure it out we're
2: living out the programs that have been handed yeah. to us exactly
0: and, exactly yeah i mean
1: and that's the most thing you know, yeah most of us i mean and we're still like trying to let go of those residual programs because like we'd be doing and that's the thing we'd be doing even bigger and bigger stuff all of us if we just would let go of that stuff i mean because we have like the vestiges of that holding us back So yeah, man, it's like, we've kind of been misled by the whole control system about Christ and what Christ really, of course, what Christ was saying, and that we all actually are Christ. Because when we look back on it, um, I've not heard a lot of people talk about this, but there were these Christos founder races that actually began to actually seed like what we are in our human DNA template. So you've got like a 12 strand DNA template that's slowly getting activated right now. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Consciousness shift. And then you've got this 11-strand DNA template that's kind of like the fallen angel, uh, Anunnaki, master race, Draco grid type of energy. And there's this really interesting like time matrix struggle, uh, battle that's happening between these two different uh, beings and these two different outcomes. And so it's all about like suppressing that 12 strand Christos template. But Christ, I think was sharing with us that we all have that Christos template that we're not part of that, you know, Anunnaki founder race or that 11 strand founder race. And like, so we're actually, we actually have that template and then we now can begin to activate that.
0: And they tell you all, they tell you all that in law school. (laughs) (laughs)
1: no they tried (laughs) they tried to drive that out of me man it was like uh you know go work at a big firm work 90 hours a week be miserable try to get a you know a nice house and a nice wife and somehow try to figure it out man but
0: uh yeah that's what they want you know some people i'm in construction and people ask me what i do i'm like yeah, I'm a carpenter, but um, that's what I do. That's not who I am. So many people label themselves based on their job instead of, you know. Uh, yeah, what's the I,
2: first thing people ask when they yeah, when they meet you? you? Hey, what, yeah. do you do? Yeah. what do you do? Yeah, what do you do? What do you do for a living?
0: And then they define themselves as their career instead of who they really are, and that's a real problem. But that's yeah, uh, that's it's just something we see everywhere, and
1: uh, yeah. I agree. I was I was connecting in, and the um, the Arturians have a really interesting way of kind of like, you know, raising the little ones, and it's all about like how much light you're emanating, and like they judge basically your development on how much light you're emanating as a being and how close that light is to pure source. So there's no like fractionalization, differentiation, like lenses covering that light, and so this whole thing where we're like, oh, what do you do for a living? Like as no bearing to how much light you're actually you know emanating it's like oh i'm 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 a this so therefore okay i'm i'm good or bad or what it's like come on you know so yeah yeah, that's my most annoying question in the entire world is when people ask me what do i do and i I sit there and i'm like um um you know i'll say i'm i have a publishing company (laughs) yeah yeah i raise
2: the i raise the vibration of humanity (laughs) that's what i do
1: like what? What's vibration? I'm a light
2: worker. <laughs> yeah, you're a what? <laughs> oh, you're like electrician? Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, I've got this light that went out no of my way, house. Yeah. You know, we really got to fix that uh, stuff. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> 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 yeah. Electrician.
2: If you say light, think about it. if you say light worker, most people are gonna think like, oh, you work on like lights. Yeah, that's Like an good. electrician. Or something.
0: That's good. uh No, but but you did say yeah. Uh, Essentially, you are an, uh, an ascension activist. Is what we were talking about earlier. Uh, what what is that in your in your eyes?
1: Yeah, this is something that like just recently has come into me. So here's the thing: we are all here at some level to actually raise the light on the grid. And we were talking about this privately. We're like, we 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 you know we met at a study. It was amazing. Amazing high vibration place. Hats off to James for you know being the curator and owner of that place. Unbelievable. But like, and he'll say probably the same thing. If we go to a place like that and we're like, man, I felt so good. I was like totally in the sink, it was awesome. I was in the zone, I was in the vibe. And then you come back and you're like, Yeah, I gotta go to my job. I don't like it. I mean, this city, you're complaining. Like you're not, you're not doing much anymore, but once a year, you know, when you go over there or wherever you do, like then you're bringing in more light, but otherwise you're just complaining. You're feeding the mutant matrix. You're feeding the suffering grid. So this idea of ascension activism is really about like using our power, using our power as 12 strand Christos DNA beings to actually activate the ascension no matter where we are and like actually begin to not only take that energy and plant earth grids where we can actually send out that frequency, but also to assert our divine sovereign right in different situations and different ener- against different energetic matrices to shift them on the planet. So, you know, one of the things that I think happens is like how we are not ascension activists is we get we get mired down like we've got to make money for the mortgage. We've got to make money for you know the things that we want. We get stuck into that third dimensional accumulation grid or accumulation mm-hmm. pattern. Mm-hmm. And so then we're just working and sort of going through like the slave matrix mentality just to sort of make everything work. And then what, what happens, like we're miserable, we're unhappy, we're frustrated, but we've got to keep going. We're feeding the fear grid. We're feeding the entire matrix that holds this uh, illusion together instead of actually like being in joy and being in light and actually using our power to disassemble it bit by bit. And so, I mean, hopefully we'll get to talk about some of that stuff because yeah. one, one of the things that I think is really interesting that I've heard from a lot of people is when we talk about like the 11 strand beings, this sort of like Anunnaki, Draco, uh, empowered sort of four, lower fourth-dimensional beings that are controlling a lot of our, our systems on the planet right now. I've heard they're trapped. I have heard that they have been cut off and they can't leave. Mm-hmm. So the area has been sealed off and what these beings are trying to do essentially is keep us from ascending and everybody probably knows that you guys know that. But yeah. they can't exist if we get if we activate that final, you know, 12 strands. Like they can't exist. So as the vibration gets higher and higher, like they would just literally you know, I don't even know, vaporize, you know, be destroyed, combust, like they yeah. can't combust, right? Yeah. So they're trying to hold this thing down. They're anchoring it into that suffering, that fear, that heaviness, using, you know, orchestrated events, trauma events, uh, bringing up, you know, old divides and all of that stuff. So as an ascension activist, like what we can do, the first thing we can do is I tell people like assert your sovereignty, It's really annoying when people like if there's something that happens in the world and people are like, oh, yeah, you know, that's a conspiracy theory that that didn't really. That's not true. Hmm. The second you do that and you don't even think or you don't even contemplate, you basically shrug it off. And then you give consent to whatever it is that these beings are trying to do on the planet. Yeah, And you don't assert your divine sovereignty. Like if you go back, I don't know if you heard that interesting interview with David Wilcock um, and Collective Evolution. He talked about some did, of how yeah. they, yeah, they would, u- really going back to Elizabeth I and how John Dee was the, was the like the court, uh, court astrologer. He was like the head Freemason guy, a very wise guy. And he figured out that if we can telegraph what we're going to do, and nobody does anything about it, nobody tries to stop it, then we don't invoke karmic law. Yeah. We don't invoke the weight yeah. of karma.
2: Which is why they like, are, they're always putting out what they're doing. They're yeah. always always—they're yeah. always telling us without directly telling us.
1: Well, yeah, like, like it, you guys know, like the Georgia Guidestones. The Georgia right, Guidestones. We population down to 500,000. Albert Pike, his letter to Manzini talking about three world wars. That was in the British British Museum Library in London on public display. Yeah, public display. In 1977. This, this was the late,
0: yeah. it, but it was there since like the late 1800s or something, correct? Or I think so, yeah. And, and well, the thing is, is that it, it is, it is, they are telling you and it is right in your face, but we, people write it off. They, they write it off as like a story or a tale or a myth or or it's there's no real you know validity to it they they don't actually take it seriously and they know the programming they know that we're not going to take it seriously so it's easy for them well not yeah. not anymore
2: yeah yeah i was just thinking today about the um at the denver airport now yeah. they do you know all the yes, the, the, that's the crazy,
0: a perfect example
2: <laughs> All the be like yeah advertisements or whatever they have now that like they're like oh
0: uh, reptilian base, reptilian base, yeah, and like, all this,
2: and they have oh, really? but, they, but yeah. they're doing it in like a haha, like you know, we're making a joke, but they're it's actually a real thing, like yeah, it's they're actually like,
0: they're like below the Denver airport, we have underground tunnels that lead to this and that. and I think it's like all truth, and yeah, doing it in a way to where it seems, but they know people
2: are going to look at that and be like, oh, haha, the crazy conspiracy theories, it's yeah. funny, and but it's actually real. So they're like, you're consenting to it. But like, we're literally telling you right there, like you said, putting
1: it out there. That's Yeah. That's the, that's the whole thing is like, we actually, they can, it's like trying to get out of a contract and you have an escape clause. Right? So there's cosmic law, there's universal divine law that applies to every being in the universe, to every organism, every being, every light being, every dark being, everything has to abide by universal Karmic, cosmic law. Mm -hmm. So, the second that we actually see something and we say, yeah, it's not real, we consent, right? So, then the full weight of karma doesn't actually come into effect against that being. And so, what we're kind of starting to see as more and more stuff was coming out, I mean, like, I think the last week was really interesting. I think, kind of, you know, interesting for a lot of people, but. As a lot of that stuff was coming out with Epstein and some other stuff, a lot of people were like, man, this is really bad. I don't like it. And you could feel the mass consciousness. I don't know if you guys felt, mass consciousness was like starting to build to a point where they were starting to say like, whatever this is, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. And people were starting to collectively Form almost like a morphogenetic field of like i don't consent to this whatever it is yeah and it started to crumble a lot of that matrix of of dark control like it was starting to really accelerate and then of course blood, of these-
0: yeah, blood, yeah yeah
1: and so it's like they know that but you know one of the things that i think is really important about is we have to actually reinvoke we invoke our divine sovereignty. And so I had a weird situation like where (laughs) the chemtrail story, they were spraying over my house like a ton. I mean, in our neighborhood and we've got kids here, we've got like families and stuff. And I would see these things. There's a video on YouTube and you guys should check it out. And I'm literally, I'm driving to the Walgreens to go do something. And all of a sudden it's Monday morning. The sky was like perfectly clear. It was like one of those April days, like in Texas, the sky was clear. It was really like low humidity. And then all of a sudden, like I start seeing all these lines start showing up like everywhere and the cross lines, it was so unnatural. And I just pulled out of the car. I did a Facebook live and I was like, that's it. I'm pissed. I'm invoking universal universal law. And I am now asserting my natural divine sovereign right as a being. I'm, I'm asserting this now as a violation of natural karmic law. And I hereby revoke any express implied or any weather modification expressed or implied, and anything that affects our weather or meteorological cycle, and I invoke the full weight of karma on any beings that have been taking part in this through all space-time dimensions, and effective immediately. And okay, so the next day, I didn't see anything, didn't see any chemtrails, didn't see nothing, and from that day forward, now we're in like August, haven't seen anything really so you know i don't man i mean like it could all just be coincidence i don't
0: think we don't understand that's the thing we're not taught the power of our mind we don't understand what we're capable of um i've heard from other sources mm-hmm. that you can simply like just imagine a shield mm-hmm. a barrier oh a dome essentially over your town over your home whenever you see the chemtrails and yep as it hits that dome you can imagine it transmuting into love or light or whatever you want it to positive energy and and it actually has an effect on it so what you did i, I honestly believe had some had some uh weight in the game you know Yeah.
1: I mean, since here's the thing, like if I look at it and I'm like, yeah, I really don't like that, but you know, whatever. Or someone tells me, oh, Darius, those are, those are contrails. That's condensation. You know, that's not not what that is. Yeah. Then I'm like, well, maybe I'm just imagining. I've now given consent in some way, like maybe it's not expressed. It's sort of like an implied consent. And so the second you use those statements, I believe you start to invoke full karmic weight you also begin to allow spiritual allies those beings that are helping us in the ascension path to now actually impose that full karmic weight on those individuals now there's going to be a lot of people that are going to say oh but wait a minute there's no karma you know at some level we're all one and i get that if you go all the way up the vibrational continuum it's all source there's you know there's no karma but fourth dimensional beings, lower fifth, dimension, they're going to feel karma and they're going to utterly not be able to continue. So, um, what I'd like to do for people like with that story in mind, I mean, can I read sort of like some of those statements? Maybe I'll send it to y'all. You can put it under the video. And if people want to just print it out for anything totally. that's going on, like if they feel like they're under spiritual attack, yeah. You can assert you divine right sovereignty. You know, if you feel like something's going on where they're spraying over your house or whatever, you're being manipulated, you can do it. So I'll read this one. I did this one, um, which I think is even more powerful. I, I spent some time and wrote it out. So I'm going to read it and then we'll have it under the video. Yes. Quote unquote. Um, <laughs> I hereby absolutely revoke all consent known or unknown express or implied in this dimension and in all other dimensions, for any such acts that are in contravention and violation of my divine right, sovereignty, and universal law through all space, timelines, and dimensional realities. I hereby invoke full the full weight of karma across all space time dimensions for all beings involved in such acts, practices, and schemes, effective immediately, and so it is.
0: Nice. Nice and you, you just say that and then boom no more chemtrails. I right, man it works
1: yeah. over my house and I yeah. think it's beautiful. Experiment yeah. And see. Experiment and see and then let us know because like it's all an experiment. Mm-hmm. I don't think people should take like oh Darius said that or Tyler and Aaron said that or these it's like we're all like expanding what it is to be human and what it is to really like activate this Christos template. So it's it's our ascension. Yeah. to actually experience and begin using these tools and so like that's the thing is like maybe somebody knows something more powerful good you or know go do it, it
0: it's just like any any anything like a workout or a diet What works for you might not work for someone else and that's yeah. you experiment with it yeah exactly and and they all have some you know they're all valid in some way they all probably have uh their own uses but that's you know, yeah
2: well, that, I mean, what that reminds me of is that, like, because um, there's a lot of things I think the, the benevolent ETs would do to help, but they don't, they're very, very careful about free will, about mm-hmm. in, infringing on free will, right? And and you notice the negative ones, they don't give, a, like, they they infringe all the time. That's what they yeah. do. Yeah, They don't care at all. But the benevolent ones, the ones that actually follow universal law, cosmic law, whatever, um they're very careful about that so like they could just they could just like heal you of whatever disease you have or like clear up all the chemtrails or um fix anything if they if they wanted to but they they're very careful about free will and um they don't want to just do everything for us so but if you ask them
1: that's the thing yeah, it was you, like- if you say
2: hey I that's would right. like help with this. Then they'll be like, "Boom!" Right. A lot of times and, and, actually, and help you out. Right. Yeah.
0: And yeah. actually, it's not only asking them; it's also giving them permission at the same time. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you, that's yeah. Yeah. So it's an asking, and a, and a, you're giving permission.
2: Or, or even just like, um, you know, affecting the timeline with your own consciousness, and and like how you're your thoughts and your and your actions too even but yeah but but as far as like you know the et is helping if you if you literally put it out there and ask them then yeah a lot of times they will actually come and help and that's what i remember james actually said like a lot of times you can you can ask them for help with the chemtrails and and a lot of times you'll they'll come and like clear it up like he, he had that video
0: yeah that amazing footage yeah he had footage of that oh, one UFO yeah.
2: that was yeah, just sitting in the middle of the chemtrail, and then it starts
0: just, dissipating yeah, just around it. Unifo so. showed up in the chemtrail, and the chemtrail started visibly disappearing. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. You know, the footage out there is incredible anyway all
2: the time. Oh, yeah. There's so much activity.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I would say, like, you know, do both, too. Because I'm going to – the thing is, is, like, you know, we have our own sovereign – we have our own sovereign power, right? And then we can actually ask these beings for help. Um, and, and I want I to share another way people do it. I mean, this is kind of like the idea of spiritual activism. Like if we realize going all the way back to like the constructs of the U.S. Constitution, I'm going to read three words, novus ordo seclorum, novus ordo seclorum. What it means is there is no one that is sovereign over another being. That's, that's it. Like we're all our own sovereign beings. We are our own sovereign, powerful beings of light. And when we realize that even the darkest stuff, even the lowest vibrational energies, once we assert that sovereignty, like we have the ability for our own free will to flourish. And yeah, I think these beings don't necessarily want to help. But if you ask, if you ask some of these spiritual helpers to actually come in and help, man you can like so i've been so you guys had edwin on who edwin yeah, Spina yeah. was
0: on a it couple was weeks great that was fantastic it's yeah, amazing yeah by the yeah. way thank you for recommending yeah that. Man. Yes,
2: thank you <laughs> and
0: i i actually just a side note i received huh. a, a, a private clearing from him uh my girlfriend and i after that oh wow and it was extremely powerful and activating and, and really transformational so anyone Ed Edwin Spina uh check him out and go book a session with him because it is it is worth it 100% of every every penny that you put towards it yeah so he was the guy
1: that started sort of talking about this sort of like spiritual I don't want to call it a battle because it's not a battle I mean when I was with him alone in the set, I asked him a lot of questions and, you know, I was like probing him and stuff. And the thing is, is that the light always wins. So to even call it a battle is kind of like put interjecting sort of like a fear yeah. you know, difficulty. So I don't know what really to call it, but I've been in these situations where, um, either I've been called to, or I just want to go out and, and kick some ass and I'm just pissed off. And I'm like, you know what? tonight's the night. I'm going into the astral realm and I'm just going to go and I'm going to do what Ed's shown me and what we've talked about. And I'm just going to go see where some dark grids are and I'm just going to go work and clear them up. And I've been in these like, uh, Laura Eisenhower's talked about this, like getting drawn into these like ancient sort of battles between different beings and like all of this like light versus dark energy and going in and clearing out the grid and doing all of these things. Um, and I've been in those situations where like I'm in the field and I'm working through all these energies and I'm literally like taking all of these dark beings and sending them off to different energies or places like the central sun for like to start the reincarnation process over again and they'll just start multiplying and multiplying and multiplying and almost like 100,000 you know just like the matrix where you're like seeing all these things and then you yeah. basically get bigger and bigger and just goes into this ad infinitum sort of like crazy scenario. And there's one time I felt extremely overwhelmed and I was like, Man, this is just getting intense. And I could feel like some really dark energies coming at me as it was escalating. And I was like, I need help. You know, I was like, Whatever light beings are there, I need help. And all of a sudden I could see like these Palladian beings and some of these like Syrian beings come in and I could just feel like the presence. And then they just made this giant net, scooped them up and, and took them away. And I was like holy crap. Why was I, why was I doing all that myself? I was like, man, (laughs) you're
2: like, Oh, I can do that.
1: (laughs) We We can do it and we can ask for help. We can ask for help. So again, it's like, this is this Ascension activism. Like we like, okay. So when I was at a I got called, I was in a deep meditation in that Palladian circle. I got called to clear up a bunch of grids. I cleared up some grids in Tokyo. I cleared up some stuff. Um, I actually remember going into Epstein's cell. I went in there and I was pressing love energy down on him, like just pressing, pressing, and he couldn't stand it. And I was just pressing, I was pressing, I was like, you know, you've got to do the right thing. And I'm just pressing this love energy, which is just really difficult for that person to accept. So it's actually like, kind of torture, right? But it's like, I'm bringing in light so that he does the right thing, you know. And so we can be called to do that stuff. I mean, like it's you know it's cool to to watch the news and sort of talk, but but like we have that Christos template to actually do it ourselves.
0: By the way, it's not cool to watch the news. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean the the uh,
1: alternative news, you know, like uh, you know all the stuff. That, that, I know to keep up with the keep up with
2: the current events yeah the real
1: oh, that's news the Thing like <laughs> i hear everybody talk about these events it's like okay here's what happened but i'm like what did you do like and it's cool to share i mean it's great to share all this stuff and we need to share it to illuminate people but like we have a whole other part of us where we can actually be out there shifting the energy grid bringing in more light like immediately to the planet and clearing out stuff you know yeah, we do I like it,
0: that. and and see yeah. that's that's where that's where it goes back to not really understanding that you're capable of doing that, uh even as far along as you might think you are you, you don't think that oh, I can just you know literally go to Epstein's cell and send him love uh we don't think we're we're not programmed to think that way, so you it really yeah. takes some some learning to get there, some practice some experience. Uh, But what you're trying to let everybody know is it is possible. Yeah,
1: it's totally possible. And I mean, you've got to kind of build up to that kind of stuff because, you know, you can get spiritual attack. You can have, you know, things sort of come into your field and affect your energy. So, man, I mean, that's totally it's totally a real thing. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Now, you were talking about, you know, the ET aspect not that long ago. And you mentioned Arcturians earlier, and we were talking privately, you said you had some experiences with the Arcturians. Uh, I'm dying to hear about that. What did you, if, if you don't mind going into that? It's been crazy. Like for the last probably
1: four years, I've been getting like every morning when I wake up, I get something, you know, I get, they want to talk to me or I get some sort of like download. I get an image. So the most recent thing I got from them, and I know it's Arcturian because I've had this dimensional matrix called Atom, which is an Arcturian dimensional alignment matrix. It's like a collective. I never see one. I see just like a group. And so the one thing they showed me recently was like a box. And I was like, what what is this box? Like, I kept seeing this box. I was like, what do I do with this box? What's the point of this box? What is it? And so um, I was talking to some of the speakers on my show and I'm like, okay, you connect to the archer he's like, what is the box? And then one of this gals, Shamise Daniel, she's really great. She's like, oh, you, you saw the box. They, they showed you the box. And I'm like, what are you right. talking about? There's a box? Yeah. She's like, yeah, it's like a rejuvenation chamber. And I was like, oh crap, it's also a portal to like a higher dimensional field, kind of like a star." wow. So like, what do I do in that thing? She's like, well, you can go in there, you can get wisdom. You can also like, if there's darker energies and stuff, you can imagine they're going into the box to clear different areas or clear different spaces, to clear timelines, to clear out different earth grids. If there's a lot of stuff going on, like let's say in, you know, a certain city, maybe there's violence or there's, you know, something happening. You can take that energy and intend that it goes into that, into that portal into that box and be cl- cleared out all this stuff you can do i'm like wow amazing right so it's like this is all the stuff that we can do it's like sci-fi is real like we have that ability yeah this we're like okay you know we got to play at this level right and it's like nah, man it's totally not 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 like that at all and have you guys ever heard of raymond grace you know about his work
0: no i'm not
1: he's no. the coolest dude you gotta everybody watching this video you gotta go check out raymond grace on youtube so i I basically um through hyp- hypnosis, I learned a lot about you know dowsing and stuff and dowsing yeah he 's like dowsing rod, you can use like a pendulum like I have here, but dowsing basically is um your subconscious mind connecting in to superconscious and superconscious being the gateway to infinite intelligence and higher dimensional realms so what Raymond does i mean he 's the coolest dude he 's from like um, I'm not sure what state, Tennessee or somewhere. And he's this guy, like carries a sidearm. He has like a gun. Oh, he yeah. knows, like, Wild West guy. And uh, <laughs> he basically started doing pendulum work to actually reduce suffering and actually shift demonic energies out of certain places. And he calls it the blueprint to freedom. And so, what he'll do is he'll basically use the pendulum, he'll ask for help. And once he gets a yes, He'll just begin like to allow the pendulum to work and he'll call on this higher dimensional beings. Basically he calls them spirit helpers or spirit doctors to come in and clean a particular area and take out the the demonic forces and take them to the right, the dimension, the proper dimension and lock them up so they can't do any more harm. And so he's basically been doing this for years and teaching people how to do it. And he'll say like, if you have the intent, these beings want to help to clear up the grids. Yeah. It's like, it's like that easy. So if you guys want to do it, is there any place we want to do this for? We can do it right now.
0: Yeah, that's sure. Yeah, (laughs) I I wasn't ready for this. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So just give us a generalization, uh,
1: man, any place, you know, where, you know, there's, um, there's just, just bad stuff going on. You know, I want to do stuff for the, the kids, man. If there's kids involved in human trafficking or anything like that, and Raymond Grace does a lot of stuff with that. Um, sure. if there's any places where stuff is happening, where, um, you know, human, human beings are like being moved through, you know, let's just take one of the, you know, one of the biggest, whatever trafficking portals, maybe that there is whatever that is. I don't even know wherever mm-hmm. it is.
0: Can we, uh, can we, I don't know why I'm getting, uh, Africa, I know there's a a lot of turmoil over there. There's a lot of people living in poverty, uh, children being essentially used as slaves and trafficked. There's a lot going on over there that's not heard about. And I feel like they need some attention.
1: Perfect, That's that's why I wanted to share this, that's excellent. So anybody watching this, I'll kind of give it a demonstration. Pendulum. All a pendulum is—it's just a string with something with weight on it. That's all it is. This happens to be just a cool little amulet thing. It could be anything. Raymond Grace actually uses a bullet, believe it or not, which is Ooh, hilarious. Really? <laughs> yeah. Hey, <that's laughs> this cool. guy's funny as hell. So, um, so all you do—I want to get my hand in here because people are gonna people are gonna say your hands moving, and it will move a little. But basically, you just—I've uh, equalized sort of the pendulum and connected to it, so I know what a yes/no answer is. So I just ask, can we begin clearing any grids in Africa that are involved with human trafficking and harming of children? Can we begin clearing those grids? So for me, the way this is going is counterclockwise. That's a yes. So I'm getting a yes and I'm not, you know, know—I'm not. this is not really moving. There's a little subconscious twitch, but that's it. And you can use pendulums for all kinds of stuff. You can get yes, no answers whatever ways you want to use it you can use it so we got a yes and then so all we're going to do right now is we're going to say can we begin to clear out any demonic forces that are involved and call on spirit helpers to begin removing that energy and any demonic energy take it to the proper dimension and lock up these beings so they can no longer do any harm all right so it's right now it's clearing it's working right now so as this keeps going around and around like it's clearing and it's really starting to speed up now. Oh, wow. Lord. Yeah, and so, so people see like I'm not like, trying to move it. I mean, there's a little movement, but it's pretty much just going on. So
0: so counterclockwise is a yes.
1: For me, the way I've calibrated it, counterclockwise is a yes.
0: Okay.
1: And counterclockwise is clearing. So it's just clearing. So these, you know, higher dimensional helpers, they're coming in, they're doing the work. Like now we've given them consent. You know, now yeah. we said, we want your help.
0: Yeah, they're like, finally.
1: Yeah. yeah, like finally you guys are realizing you have the power. It's kind of like, you know, your kid's getting hurt by, by you know, some neighbor, right? And, and you're in the other room and you're like, would you just call for help? I'll help you. I'll get you out of there. The kid doesn't say anything. Okay, so now it's starting to slow down. Once it starts going forward and back, it's done. Okay, so now check it out. Wow. So we were just talking, I wasn't even paying attention. Now it's just like going forward and back. It's done. So that's it. It's done. So whatever, whatever was there influencing that that was like demonic, you know, lower energy, whatever we're gonna call it, it's it's been locked up. It's gone. We can do this to your home, you can do this like for people, you can do it for all sorts of things. So, yes. yeah man. We have that power
0: that's really interesting uh, i uh, i I definitely want to explore with that some more. Uh, I'll send yeah, you the link because you definitely
1: want to include the link in the video because yeah
0: definitely definitely send us that. We'll add that and and that uh and anything else we you want us to add, just send it to us
1: yeah, yeah Super cool please do
0: yeah yeah so, uh so what are your thoughts on like, this whole? Uh, I don't know how I should say this. I, I don't. I know it's the current events going on, yeah. but this this whole movement, I guess, this whole shift taking place as far as the surface level. We talked about the spiritual spiritual level. I'm just. Was, what, what's your insight on you know what's taking place on the ground?
1: I think from what I'm hearing from a lot of people and also my own insight is we're in this 240 million year orbit around the Milky Way galaxy pretty much. And we're getting just bombarded by a lot of higher frequency energies hitting the earth. I mean, it's just huge. And what's happening is that the truth I guess is becoming very hard to suppress and it's becoming very obvious like uh, spiritual we're getting a lot of discernment spiritually as beings as to like what's really going on and so like the more that the, the systems sort of try to hide stuff it, it gets harder and harder and I also think at some level you know the internet's played a huge part in that because mm-hmm. now you know, we're able to access information so quickly and and share information so quickly that we can have that kind of discernment. So, I mean, so on the ground, I mean, that's, that's pretty much what I, what I think is happening. Um, There is, there is something a lot of people don't talk about. And I think it's, it's pretty much like this Ascension versus uh, third dimensional Luciferian stuff, pretty much. Like the goal, I think, is unfortunately to lock humanity down into the third dimension. And so a lot of that's done through sort of this like Luciferian doctrine, which is a little creepy. But the the way to really understand it is is more about the fact that uh, like when there was this battle in heaven and these fallen angels, you know, like came down to earth. Lucifer was the one that ruled over the earth and ruled over third dimensional reality and was the, was the gateway to get all of the third dimensional stuff that you want. You know, you want your house, you want your cars. It's like when they say people made a deal with the devil. Mm -hmm. So we're in this like timeline temporal battle between this like Luciferian agenda, which is all about the earth. And it's all about, you know, your body or how young you are, or, you know, we have all of those sort of archetypes that we see Versus this ascension, which is about our true nature, our true understanding of what we are, true disclosure as to like what really is going on cosmically with these different, you know, alien beings and all of that. And so you're seeing it. You're seeing like these people that kind of want to lock us down into that reality and they're anchoring it in through the fear and suffering grid and through the trauma grid. And that's where a lot of the events and the bad news and all of that stuff just basically sucks all of that energy out of humanity and then brings it into fear. And then that loose energy is just pumped out to those lower fourth dimensional beings. And not only that, like we get locked down into that root chakra where we're in more fear, more chaos, more worry. And then basically like we're not, we're not really activating our power. Like if we're worried about getting getting hurt or getting harmed when we go somewhere... Are we gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna go, you know, clear the grid or I'm gonna stay in love and I'm gonna go ascend and and connect to my spirit guides? No, hell no. We're just worried we'd be worried about base survival and how we just make it through our day and we don't get we don't get harmed or we don't get foreclosed on and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: So what's interesting is this just came to me as you were saying that. So uh like on let's just say Facebook or on my on my feed, I, I you know I follow so many pages in the community, so many, uh, so many different light workers and everybody. It's a, it's a it's an amazing movement. It's just uh, it's, yeah. So when we see the news about the shootings and stuff, everybody on my feed immediately immediately knows false flag. This is bullshit. They see they're seeing right through it. But what I'm curious is so that's become my reality. So we see we see through it all immediately, but what I don't get to see is how does the rest of the world perceive that false flag shooting who doesn't even, isn't even aware of this community, who isn't even aware of this movement? Like, how do they perceive it? I don't, there's, it's become a separation, which I love being where I'm at. I just, I'm, I'm kind of curious on what the average person would think. Do they still get angry? You know, uh, yeah. really believe it's, you know, What what's going on there?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I haven't asked, like, I haven't, and that's the sad part is like, we're so much entrenched in like this sort of artificial system of reality, you know, AR, I guess we call it artificial reality, yeah, basically. That's it's like, we don't know what the, you know, people outside of that little group think unless we go out and we just talk. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, you know, I'm trained as a lawyer. So if I was actually trying a case where I could present witness testimony, for that particular incident, and their witnesses that said there were four people in there with guns, I would basically impeach any other witness that came out to try to tell me any other narrative. So as a lawyer, I mean, not even as anybody who knows anything about you know conspiracies, as a lawyer trained to critically look at facts, evidence, testimony, contradictions, and, has an ethical duty when I was practicing law to actually fully overturn that rock and you do just a scintilla of research just like a modicum of research that a fifth grader could do it's not even research you just like open your eyes a little bit and you see yeah. all this contradictory stuff I think Jordan Sayther used the term fuckery it's like there's <laughs> fuckery around all this stuff it's like. Yeah. Well, Why? You know, it's like what the heck? So you know, I I really, I really don't know. But I'm just legally trained to question stuff because that's what lawyers do. I mean, if we didn't,
2: yeah, we
1: we couldn't do the job, man. So it's like you know. But I'm afraid a lot of people may just like look at it and go, okay, that's what happened. But I think it's getting harder and harder, and I think that's where people just. You know presenting an alternative presenting an alternative reality and just asking the question like well what is this why is this why did this happen you know why is this guy reported dead you know in 2014 or whatever and now they're saying that's the guy why is there another yeah. guy with yeah. you know blonde hair looks like he's entering the building uh, the walmart and then there's another guy it's like so many contradictions it's ridiculous and
2: yeah and and there's so many people report that reported multiple shooters. If there yeah. was only one shooter, that wouldn't happen. I'm sorry, it just wouldn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they said so. there were shooters with black masks on. Yeah. And they were, you know, it's like, and why isn't that? I mean, here's the question. Like, if that even comes up, you would think the obligation would be, okay, we really need to interview these people. We need to talk to these people. I mean, I heard, this is hearsay because I didn't hear it completely, but I heard that that person like Beto O'Rourke, like tried to tell him just like be quiet or sit down or something. It was something where he got involved in it. It's like, dude, what, Oh yeah. what in the world? Like yeah. let, I'm, I'm just a proponent for truth. Like we, yeah. you know, that's it. It's like, just let the truth come out. I mean, and that's why I started practicing logs. Like I want truth to come out, you know, no agenda, not, nothing. If it doesn't favor you or it doesn't fit your agenda, then, you know, sorry, you know,
0: let's just let truth come out. Well, exactly. I, I was also just uh saw something. I don't know if there's any validity to it, but you said the one shooter, you know, apparently died in 2014 and, or whatever. It was the Ohio I think it was the Ohio I think it was the Ohio, was the Ohio one. one? Yeah. 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 There was like uh one of the uh some there's like six astronauts that apparently died in one of the launches. And uh, uh, apparently, they are still alive. Like we we yeah. all heard that they died, but they're actually still alive. I think now. I've heard that. Yeah. 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 and yeah. I, don't, I don't know much about it, but that's just another example of like the the whole well the, the whole Apollo program is another false flag essentially. Uh, yeah. Is.
1: <laughs> Man, there's so much stuff, and you know, you don't even know. It's like, is is there another timeline where like maybe they didn't that the ship didn't blow up, and and somehow pictures and, uh, from that, that timeline yeah I, mean, yeah I mean you know we just don't know CERN's been doing a lot of stuff and kind of tinkering with things and so like there's all these sorts of you know or were those people that saw four shooters were they were they in a different timeline or like a parallel timeline yeah or they were in the same event something else I mean I just I just don't know like we had a weird thing and that's the thing is like I don't know you don't know I mean even the mainstream media doesn't know we all have to like really look into this stuff and not just take it at face value and say, okay, this is what happened. Yeah. Is there been, I heard, I've heard there've been something like fifty-seven documented false flags throughout history that have been documented and later the individuals, or organizations come, come forward have said, Hey, you know, these were false flags that we did because we were trying to push an agenda or create some sort of like, you know, movement towards some turn an endpoint that we wanted. So it's been done. Yeah. Anybody who doesn't believe that, you know, it's like, you're just ignoring history. I mean, you're, you're ignoring, you know, if I was a lawyer and I'm trying a case and I'm prosecuting people that were involved in, some sort of financial racketeering and I would imagine there was no conspiracy that they were trying to do something to benefit you know an outcome they wanted I mean I'd be foolish like right? same thing just think critically so it's been done we just have to really be critical and but at the same time like I don't think we should say everything is a conspiracy or everything is conspiring against us either because sometimes just things happen you know people do crazy stuff you know I'll tell you all a funny story. So, I was um, like, when I got back from a SETI, this is a weird timeline thing. I'm still trying to figure it out. I don't know if I ever will. So when I got back from a SETI, I was here for a day. I remember doing a video or something and running some errands. And then the next day I was working in my office on something and I saw on Facebook that uh, Ben had posted from Edge of Wonder that he was in Austin and they had a layover.
2: Yeah, I saw that.
1: I was like, "Hey, man, uh, I'm," you know, and I texted them. They were asking for barbecue, and I was like, "Hey, guys, you know, I'm <laughs> in Austin. I, I'll come see y'all or whatever." And so I ended up texting them, and I was like, "Where are you guys at? I'll come hang out, whatever." So I ended up meeting them at some barbecue place on Lamar, and then they were with another couple, and they were talking to them about some different stuff. And so I drove them around, and we went to this place on Rainy Street. This is just the weirdest story. And so Rainy Street is like this district where they took all these houses and they turned them into bars and just kind of fun hangout places. And so we're going back and forth and we find this one bar and we're like, okay, let's go to this one. Right? So we're at the bar, we're talking, everything is cool. Well, that was the container bar. Okay. About a week or maybe six days later, that was where the FBI agent that was investigating the Hillary Clinton found, the Hillary found the Clinton Foundation, literally like leapt out either from behind the bar or from the bar or something onto the dance floor and ended up killing himself. He was one of the lead guys what? investigating the foundation and at the that AMR. bar. Like oh, wow. six days later, a week later, and we were at the bar, and it's like, what in the world? <laughs> so weird. That's crazy yeah, there is.
0: I mean wow. any ideas like that's just crazy, like well, yeah, yeah, now you have a you read the story, you read the article, and now you have a perfect picture to paint with the with the uh news story, uh so i don't I don't know why that would have happened you know who who can ever explain these synchronicities yeah or, you know or even Mandela effect things i I swear there's just. I've been working at this same building. We're building a hotel downtown St. Louis, uh-huh. and I walk down the street every day to this little convenience store and grab, you know, a couple pieces of fruit and whatever for uh, a snack for my break time. And one day I walked in and there's all these flags hanging up, and they all look like they've been hanging there forever. There's like cobwebs and stuff, and I'm uh-huh. like how have I never seen these flags before? I'm like, I'm in here, I've never noticed them. And I asked the guy who's working there, I was like, I'm like, have these flags always been here? And he's like, he's like, I was just saying the same thing. And he works there. He goes, I was like, I, he goes, I was just saying the same thing. And I'm looking and I'm like, did like something happen? He was confused by it too. Yeah. And I had to take a picture of it. And I stared at that picture and tried to remember walking in there if I've seen these flags before. I'm like, no, I don't remember seeing these flags. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. But
2: Yeah, it's like a Mandela effect. Yeah, it was, thing, really, yeah.
0: It was really odd because uh, they're so giant. I could hardly notice them. They're barely, or you couldn't miss them, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Above your head, I was like, wow. I don't know. It was something that tripped me out for a while, but I'm used to seeing them now. yeah. Well, we miss
1: like so much of reality, like our brain focuses on something like 100,000 bits of info, you know, or a million bits of information a second, some abnormally large number of, inf- of information bits. And we can only focus on this like tiny sliver of reality. And it's like a dog whistle. You know, it's the same thing with higher dimensionality. It's like if I blew a dog whistle, my dog could hear it. I couldn't hear it this tiny visible spectrum of light, tiny spectrum of sound. And it's like, once we start opening up dimensionally and consciously, like then we can see everything and understand everything. And I think like to your questions, like what's going on in the ground, is humanity starting to open up more and more. And it was uh, one of my favorite quotes, Oliver Wendell Holmes Sr. said, man's mind or woman's mind stretched to a new idea never regains its original form and it's like once people yeah. are like man is this accurate is this the whole story if somebody was wrong on this or if this was overlooked or somebody was biased in this way then then there has to be more and that's like been the whole evolution of, of human humanity you know mm-hmm. and they said the world was flat and someone's like no it was it's not it's round and then a few people are like yeah maybe it is it's like we've got to keep that going. And this is, you know, this is really like a giant, you know, cosmic, uh, movement right now that, uh, it's, it's, I mean, I would say, I think it's really important that we keep it going because it's, 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 uh, <laughs> it's a pretty big deal.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it is absolutely it's- something i wanted to get into a little yeah. more was uh the whole your whole you wealth yeah. thing i know we talked about it a little bit at the beginning uh but what's that been like actually working with all these healers i mean that it's like essentially every day you're just totally healing yourself every day
1: yeah yeah it's pretty cool like one thing we started doing so i started the show about uh, 10 years ago and my, my thing at the time, like when I was getting into just trying to make my life better, everything was like law of attraction, law of attraction, law of attraction. And my big thing was like, you know, what about the heart? Like, what about like your soul? What about what you really want to do? What about like your soul purpose? Like what the freak does law of attraction have to do with that? You know, it's like, Oh, I, I want a car. I want a new house and all this stuff. And it was all very like superficial stuff. And as a hypnotist, I back in 03, Um, I had, you know, had the astral travel experiences, I'd had all of that stuff. So it was like, just what I wanted a surface level makes is is really no matter to my soul's purpose. Like, it may be great. But if it's not in alignment with my soul's purpose, my soul's going to trump that, you know, literally every time. Right. So that movie, The Secret was out and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, you know, nobody's really talking about really these deeper issues. So I wanted to you know, interview different people and sort of create a broadcasting platform that would do that. And I also wanted to do energy healing and energy experiences because what I had had in in 2008 when I had my accident and then also in that hypnosis, clinical hypnosis work, Um, sorry guys, Uh, what I had had happen was an energy experience that shifted my life. I was like, once I experienced the seventh dimension, I was like, man, I can't go back. And I can't just believe everything that, that I thought my life was. So I was like, instead of talking about this stuff, instead of like, oh, you should do this, let's have energy experiences. So that was what You Wealth Revolution was about, was like creating these energetic experiences. So we've done, we do like for four months at a time, so about eight to eight and a half months out of the year, we do four live sessions a week with different uh, speakers and healers and stuff. And we broadcast it out for free. People, you know, experience multidimensional consciousness, <clears throat> energetic healing, uh, Arcturian, you know, Pleiadian downloads and healing modalities, all sorts of stuff. Um, just free, you know, just be, we have helpline. I mean, we basically do it. And the other thing we do too is, you know, we are able to actually publish a lot of the speakers work and then offer it to our community So that we create kind of like a marketplace, like an economy where that energy healing or that energetic awakening or that help with like your soul, it becomes a valuable thing that society is willing to, you know, buy and also compensate that speaker for so they can continue their life's work and their mission. So it's kind of like creating an alternative economy around that. So, I mean, that's what we've been doing. And for a lot of the the healers and teachers that come on our show, like it's changed their whole, you know, life because now they can quit their job or they can focus now on that. And and it's kind of like, you know, if you look at what we spend our money on in a society, what we spend our money and time on, like that's the values of a society, right? So, yeah. you know, it's like, let's start to shift that. So that's what YouWealth has been about. And uh, what's kind of funny though, was when we started, You know, it was more of that sort of general type of like feel good, love and light sort of energy stuff, like sort of your mainstream self-growth. And then we started getting into a lot more deeper stuff, you know, uh, contact, you know, aliens, benevolent ETs, healing processes that are coming from these ETs, like the Arturian stuff. Palladian yeah. energy healing processes coming in, uh, light language where people are speaking sort of like uh, star language oh, that yeah. is of itself healing. So we've had yes. Judy on. That. <laughs> I
0: have, I have, on, I don't I can't even count anymore the amount of experiences I have where I, I get downloads of light language like symbols and dream, yeah. Yeah. dream states. Just two nights ago, I had this very vivid dream where I was something within me was activated and I could see the I could see the light language within everything like everything had symbols in it and at first it was like I was just learning how to see and I was like I had to get close and focus but then it became really clear and like everything all the physical items consist of this light language yeah. uh and that was the dream but I just have I have tons of tons of experiences with it I don't know what it means uh I'm still trying to figure that out. But yeah, yeah. you
1: were seeing the fabric behind everything. You're seeing the the. I, to me, that's my interpretation. You have your own. Everybody else has their own. But yeah. like you were seeing the the matrix and the fabric behind all reality. Yeah. So like you're seeing yeah. like it's all. Have you ever heard of somatics? When they take um, yeah you've seen the videos, right? They take a plate and they start vibrating it. and It sort of forms all these patterns. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's everything is held together by. <laughs> sound and
0: vibration and, and like
2: it. sacred geometry yeah
0: yeah you know what it reminded me of is the matrix whenever at the end he sees everything in numbers yeah yeah, yeah. Or yeah. that's exactly what like what it was but i'll, I'll also be awake I'll, I'll get woken up and put into what i call a trance whatever they, mm-hmm. it's a mild paralysis and i know at this time to close my eyes and i'll get it like pages of it coming into me wow. essentially I could download uh, it while I'm awake. So I'm able to like, I, and I can't remember them because they're so obscure. There's nothing in our yeah. reality to compare it to. So uh, yeah, that's, I don't know how we got off on all of this, but, <laughs> No, that's awesome. Quite you're quite getting activated, but it's
1: all connected. I mean like all, like, so at that at one level, like you're getting activated based on your awareness the whole information movement to like share truth and sort of like make sure that we don't get stuck in the mainstream narrative for every single thing and it's like that's another layer where like just that one seed of information activates a person to go man yeah that is weird like what, what why is that like this or what you know how did that plane do that to the pentagon you know like where was the plane? you know just like one little <laughs> yeah. seed of thought like so It's all like, once that starts opening and unraveling, that's where like we start realizing what we are. And that is, I think what, you know, when we look at the two sides, like that's what, that's what's being sort of combated against is that humanity's awakening, that activation of that 12 strand DNA and um you know once we realize that like we're gonna be like man we could solve the problems of the world so fast we could you know cooperate with all these different countries all these different you know people there's there's not going to be any any racism or anger or fear for one none of that stuff it's it's all third dimensional garbage anyway it's all bullshit. it's all control grid stuff you know and it's like what the heck you know I, i got a story i mean it's like broke my heart about two years ago. We went on a cruise well what broke my heart was like what happened like last year so we go on this cruise and i have uh, two six-year-old boys and so they have you know no idea of skin color or anything right so they're playing with this boy in the pool and he's the curly-haired boy it was an african-american kid super cool guy family was amazing we hung out he's a curly-haired kid that was it they didn't they didn't have any identification So they go to school and then they start learning all this stuff about what happened in the past with, you know, discrimination and everything, which was atrocious, which we don't want, which we do want to teach about. I'm not against teaching it. I'm just don't think that a six year old has a reference point and experiences with so many different people to actually form an opinion about them before hearing all of the stuff from the past like that was my problem with it so then yeah. after hearing that now it's like you know now he'll say like that boy that's a black boy or whatever and i'm like no it's just a boy before it was just a kid with curly hair but yeah. once we reinstall that 3 dimensional matrix of like okay there's programming, this that, yeah. the programming it's yeah. like it just went in and i'm like no just go back it's just a curly haired kid man and i and i'll yeah. tell my son i'm like there's there's blue aliens and green ones and purple ones. And I'm like, there's just all different. It's, it's, you know, and he's, you know, he sees that, but it's like, you could see right where that installation happens. And it's like, Mm -hmm. now we just continue that. It's like, man, give people experiences just to feel without any label of history. And you're going to find that human humans are not, prejudice. they're not racist, they're not angry, they're not bad. Our our internal human goodwill is like always to be good and loving. Like that's our natural state. Yeah. Now you start doing stuff where you, you know, you're spraying chemicals, you're putting stuff in food, you're triggering, you're creating like mind control stuff, you're putting stuff on, I mean, yeah, you're gonna bring out things in humanity that's not natural. And the thing I want to say about this is it's the mutant matrix. Like that is not our natural divine earth. There's Terra earth, Gaia earth. That is the natural resonance of our natural state of love and harmony. What we've been living in is essentially a mutant matrix where we've got these abnormal frequencies and abnormal ways of being that just are not fitting anymore and we're starting to realize that we're starting to say hey man this just isn't working anymore and that's why it's crumbling because it's not natural to earth anyway it's it's like held in place with this low vibration frequency and they've got to keep holding it in place and they've got to keep controlling the information because once it starts cracking which it already has it's going to just accelerate like a little crack in the dam And, um, at the other end of it, yeah, I mean, we're all one, we're all connected. We're all these beings. We've been infinite lives. We've been infinite this we've been, I mean, I went into a past life where I was just like some amoeba on some far off planet, like a single cell organism. And I just like sort of fluttered around for a few days and then died. (laughs) (laughs) We've been everything, you know, it's like, what
0: the hell, you know? So, (laughs) Yeah. That's really interesting. For uh, life. It's crazy, man. It's I mean, how many times have we, been? well,
2: yeah. that, uh, I was just gonna say this real quick, uh, a big, you know, the reason the programming works so well is because, you know, we, we, you know, most, most beings remember their past lives. Most beings know, uh, feel and know their connection to source, their connection to each other um it's a whole different experience and we're down here like it seemingly separate from everyone yeah. you know we we don't rem- initially usually remember our past lives we don't know most people don't even know outside of like religion religious beliefs that there is anything after we die or <laughs> yeah, anything outside of this physical reality and yeah, like we're
0: cut off from
2: we're cut off yeah um until you unless until you consciously tap into that but but you have all this programming that lies to us, and that tells us either this is all there is, you know, the the whole like atheistic material um, kind of mindset, um, or or you get stuck in a dogmatic religion that tells you you're going to go to heaven or hell, you know, based on a decision you made, you know, all these things, or whatever you know else, um, and it's all based in fear, because what is it? It's all It's all based in um, you need to fear, you know, what's going to happen or like this is all there is. So you need to be afraid of dying because, you know, it's just going to go into nothingness. So this is it. This is it. You know, like this is all there is. Yeah, that's the whole Luciferian
1: um, like cling cling to whatever you can accumulate, whatever you can have and be scared of these people. They're going to take it from you.
2: Yeah. So no one. So it's like no one wants to like. You know, I, I feel like so many people, uh, they're so stuck in the programming. Cause it's like, there's this underlying fear that like, if I, if I like take a second to like, come into myself and start thinking about like, you know, yeah start contemplating the universe or thinking about what do I actually believe? Who am I actually? And like all this stuff, um, it's like the programs keep you from that because they keep you in this level of fear that you're afraid of yourself almost you're afraid of like the truth
0: and and they and they don't allow you time in your schedule and There's yeah, no and
2: you're so busy surviving and you know yeah. in the matrix anyway, they usually don't have time to do that anyway, so
1: yeah, I mean, I've heard the arturians what they'll do is they'll like take the kids. And they'll figure out like, what's their soul gifts? Like, what are they most like connected to? What do they most resonate with? What like lights up that being? And then they spend like their formative years, like just experiencing that, learning that, studying that, like aligning to that. So, and then letting more light come through that. It's like a whole different model of sort of educating versus like, let's bring in the past, even though we don't want to repeat it, but let's bring it in early. Let's like sort of, compartmentalize information let's give this official story or whatever it is and then we just really and put everyone through
2: the same like education system that is like
1: yep yeah yeah. exactly yeah it's crazy i mean i had a thought i was i forgot what it was it was it was probably i thought it was pretty relevant but i think i think the thing coming in right now is like we're, we're starting to realize that like what's holding all of that stuff in place is the suffering is the fear is the illusion and all of that starting to break away. And the lifespan thing is a big deal because what I've heard from a few different guests on our show is that this was actually like the, this is crazy, but I heard that they, the draconians actually worked with some different beings on earth to figure out a way to actually create sort of like a, um, a grid, over the earth kind of like a third dimensional ceiling that would limit lifespan and so like because the the idea was to keep us as sort of like slaves that mm-hmm. would live short lifespans that would forget everything because you can't i mean like you can acquire yeah. a lot of wisdom by 80 years old but if you forget it like you can't and then you only have like so many productive years where you have like physical vitality you know like the average person so it's all these things where like we're very short. We forget everything. And then we like have to like reincarnate again, and start again. And it's like, then we don't know anything. And then we're back into this collective like thought field and thought matrices and morphogenetic fields and all of this stuff. And
0: it's like, Mm -hmm. what the heck? Very, very well thought out plan. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. So I've heard when that, when we start to get into that ascension, this is from one of our guests. I didn't verify it. I don't know if I could, that like our lifespans will actually also
0: increase as well, which, you know. Oh, yeah. I believe that wholeheartedly. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: So I've heard most most races live like thousands of years or at least like a thousand years. Yeah. And yeah. um and then when you look even like in the Bible, you know, if you're looking at it, like a historical document in the Old Testament, you had all of these people living to 900, a thousand.
1: Yeah. How um, did that happen? Right. I mean, and then yeah. oh, well, that was just, you know, they were just using like these, Allegorical general yeah. like, no. well, There's actually a lot of stuff in there that you know, you look at the whole book of Enoch and the Giants and all of that stuff. I mean, that was yeah. all taken out. That was taken out of the Bible because it didn't fit with the, the a lot, of, yeah.
2: lot of stuff taken yeah. out. Yeah, when you and it's when like, you look at what was taken out, it should send up some red flags. Because yeah, it's exactly. like, look at what's in those books and what's in there. it's like, oh what,
0: wasn't it? They didn't just, want
2: this stuff out there. Wasn't yeah.
0: just a publicly announced twelve foot? Tall, or three meter tall giant found yes. in like australia or something
1: no it was actually well i don't know if it was in australia i don't know if there's another one but mm-hmm. there was a story this was the one that was in afghanistan did you hear about that
0: been, was this just like a week ago or something this is what i'm talking about no, okay. yeah, no, yeah, the afghanistan about one was a while ago right? it was yeah, a you know, while ago yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i'm talking about another one that just happened uh i saw the articles wow from, um, uh, I, I think even Ed Wonder touched on it. Uh, oh, did they? Yeah, on one on their on one of their recent lives. But nice. this actually made it into the mainstream. Is like one of the first times. Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I do remember a, that because we know we see all these old articles, but they've been yep. missed. But now here's one. Here's one. Oh, all of a sudden, and they're they're saying that they think that it was a form of gigantism or something. And, yeah. And they're they're trying, but three meters tall, you know, is is. Three meters is like huge. It's huge. That's like twelve. feet yeah, it's like twelve. And feet basically, have, yeah, and they have photographs of it, and they're like saying, "Oh, it's an extreme case of gigantism." Scientists <laughs> no. think, "Oh, blah, 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 blah." But either way, they're still like, "Hey, this is the tallest being we've ever found." Yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: They're
0: they're they're definitely getting their ducks in a row for something right now.
1: Yeah, have you well uh, on that fact? Have you seen? We can talk about that, but have you seen the Michael Tellinger video where he shows like the oh, giant? Yeah. print in, in – And yeah. and it's like I mean, it's probably like huge. It's huge. It's
0: four foot. It's four feet. Yeah. Yeah. It's,
1: yeah, massive. it's yeah. enormous. So I mean, yeah, there was all I think at some level a lot of that stuff was on the planet, and well, I guess that would Michael, be the Anunnakis and
2: Michael Tellinger. has got those uh, those fossils that are like. Massive parts of bones and massive bone yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: I I I love his work. Uh it's fascinating to me. Oh yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. And then yeah. and, the, and the and the the fact that like the Devil's Tower, you know what I'm talking about? Uh uh-huh. uh what state is that in? It's it's supposed It's like uh
2: Utah or New Wyoming. Mexico or in Wyoming, I, one of those, <laughs> one of those yeah. states out west. We're gonna
0: find out. But uh
2: Arizona, he, know.
0: you know if it looks, they say it's it like, looks
2: like a giant tree stump. And essentially it is. And I'm hmm. pretty sure it is, yeah. Because and I've heard this in multiple sources, multiple places that okay. there, there used to be massive, massive trees um a long time ago. Wow. Like millions, we're talking like millions so, of years ago.
0: Okay, so here we go. And okay. it
2: looks like a massive tree stump. It looks exactly like a tree stump. Okay. But the the official story, the official like narrative of it is it's like
0: so this is a devil's tower. I the, saw, la-
2: the lava supposedly we're came gonna up. Do, we're going to do this it.
0: old school style. We might, yeah, I like we might it. add a picture here. See if I can show it to you here. Oh
1: my gosh.
0: Yeah, is that not a tree stuff? That so, totally
1: looks like a tree.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing is, is the like actual it. structure. They're saying it's some type of like a uh, magma. Magma came up
2: and. Yeah, but it. they, they actually,
0: people who study it, it has a cell structure of a plant, of a tree. Exactly. Wow petrified wood it's a giant petrified tree stump and then now here's a question who cut it down because it's perfectly yeah right on yeah we have these giants that we hear about and there's all kinds of tales and folklore of these cities in trees people lived in trees but how could they live in a tree unless it's that big uh so who knows what really took place on this planet
1: yeah, I mean, I know that a lot of people talk about being seeded by the Lemurians and the and the um, I guess Lemurians and the Pleiadians and Atlantis and uh, Lemuria and then those falling and then you had the Anunnaki sort of like coming in and you know doing the genetic experiments, <laughs> yeah, man, and sort of like, I mean, that to me, if that's really true, or I'm not misrepresenting it, like that's where we went from. Sort of that Christos template and and reality Gaia Terra Earth to like the 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 mutant Matrix Earth, where we got a lot of that stuff because if you go back you look at like the Sumerian tablets and stuff they, all of that stuff chronicled the monetary system the legal system all of this sort of control grid mechanisms were all from you know ancient Sumeria which they pretty much said in the tablets in the cuneiform form that it came from the Anunnaki and they were given all of these rules
0: mm-hmm. to basically
1: control and create this, you know, basically like slave race to farm the, di- you know, the gold and all of that stuff so they could, you know, take it back. And so it's like, it's all there, but it's all yeah. taken out of the history books. It's not in you know, are we don't learn about Samaria. I mean, it's amazing, like, culture that has so many of the things that we use now, we don't even hear about it. Like, yeah. Because there's yeah. that one nasty little thing that doesn't fit. <laughs> there, you there know. are these guys, like, worshipping these bearded gods, and they're, like, you know, 8 to 12 feet tall. It's, like, that one thing. It's like I Yeah, it's know.
2: funny. It's, like, Egypt, <laughs> Egypt is, like, the, the only – it's, like, the farthest back you really hear about.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: All really – but then they're like, oh yeah, there was a Sumerian culture that was even older and they were and, around. And, it's like, okay, well, what about them? <laughs> like,
1: and actually Egypt is one of the only cultures that um, had more innovation at its inception than at its closure or at its downfall. Yeah, so literally yeah, like yeah. they were way more advanced. And what was postulated is that a lot of those beings that came from Sumeria carried that knowledge that ancient knowledge with them when they migrated. But then as they started dying off and their apprentices got older and died off, it's like yeah. that information and that knowledge and that wisdom and that even alchemy started to get less and less precise from the original, you know, the original ones that carried that information. And then, so they started actually like going backwards, which, you know, and then you have the whole time frame where it's like, we go from, you know, being able to like barely make an axe you know and, and chop you know kind of grind rocks to all of a sudden like in a hundred thousand years or something like that we've got like this massive like that's what i was gonna
2: say it's
1: like yeah there's
2: yeah. The, there's no build-up to egypt that's that's a that's like the one of the biggest mysteries or mm-hmm. you know mysteries to mainstream like there's no it just like appears there's no like oh here's the Tools they use at this level here, and then yeah. it builds up. It's like no, it's just like boom, it's there. Yeah. So it's pretty obvious. That's why, like Graham Hancock talks about that. He's yeah, like, he's, it's pretty obvious. It's just a civilization, an intelligent
0: civilization that just
1: seeded right stories. there. Yeah. Right and, there. And yeah. On the ground running.
0: He dates it back to at least thirty-six thousand BC. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. at least. much older than told. we told. And we, just to do my own research and reading books, I think it's far older than that. Even still.
2: Well they uh, the mainstream actually um recently I saw they dated the sphinx to like at least 13,000 BC I oh, think or they, something. They, yeah. They, wow. Like I didn't they they they're like oh the sphinx is actually much older than we thought. <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah. 13,000.
1: Wow. So what do you guys think's going to happen? I'll ask y'all cuz I I didn't realize like I saw I saw you Tyler I was <laughs> watching the Dimension? No, not dimension. The oh, uh, yeah, the I cosmic know. waves.
0: I, I got. I've, I'm sorry. I have to pause this. Save that oh, yeah. question. I have got to use the restroom. Go ahead. Oh, really <laughs> <to. I'm> <laughs> it's an Edit that out. It oh, okay. yeah. oh, I was gonna.
1: Yeah. Were you at the um were you at the whole cosmic waves event too, yes. Aaron? Or was it oh, just no, Tyler? no,
2: I wish. No, I, I wanted to, but no. It was just so I was
1: watching it last night and then they were doing the question and answer with yeah, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler Tyler and I was like, Oh, hey, there he is. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Where? What the heck, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I didn't know he was gonna be in that.
2: I was like, Oh, there's Tyler.
1: That's pretty cool. So yeah, I was gonna ask, like, what you guys think is gonna happen with disclosure or whether we're gonna get because like my my thought on it is Like they basically want to raise the ceiling just a little bit. And so it's like, okay, you know, they are aliens, but they're these guys, whatever they're going to be, these great aliens or whatever. And we're going to basically, oh, look, they've cured this. They've cured cancer. They've got all this like free energy. Now worship them as gods. And now, you know, you guys are a little smart, so we can't do the old trick. We're going to just raise it up a little bit more. You know, it's like. Yeah,
2: they want to make it a bigger box, basically.
1: A little bigger box. Yeah, exactly. That's about it.
2: Yeah. But I don't. I don't think it's going to, like, there's no way that in my mind that that's, you know, there's multiple aspects to this too. Like, one, there's already too much out there that too many people know you know, with guys like Corey Good, David Wilcock, other people that are saying, that have been saying all this stuff, that's what's really going on. So, so if they try to come out and say, oh, here's what's really going on, there's, you know, we have a secret space program, but we're, we're only, we can only go to the Mar, uh, Mars and the moon and that's about it. Maybe a couple of, um, you know, there's some ancient ruins in Antarctica and there, there was a civilization that crashed there, but they all, they all died out and they're not still around you know they're going to yeah. give us this bullshit like partial disclosure but like so many people are going to come out and say wait a second no <laughs> like here's the, here, like here's the real information here's here's the proof here's the evidence that backs that up blah 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 um you know and then people just people's testimonies like for good and um, we're back like they they're gonna try but there's just no way i don't i don't see how it could possibly um stick you know like it's yeah i think i th- i honestly think they're gonna whatever disclosure they give and what they've been already giving drip disclosure um is is literally only like furthering disclosure it's like helping disclosure they're trying to they're trying to do like this limited hangout partial disclosure yeah and then stop it there but it's just like helping to further it and it's just going to keep going
1: yeah, it's Absolutely. called like the Streisand effect, which is basically, I don't know why it's named after
0: Sparber <laughs>
1: Streisand, yeah. yeah. but I heard this the other day, is that like when you try to put something out there, but you do it partially and, and, and you do that so it doesn't go out any farther and you try to curtail thought Cut- or limit thought, it actually yeah. like creates more curiosity as the adverse effect. And Yeah, people-
2: because when you're like, oh, well, we've been lied to and this is the truth what else yeah. is true people are not what like <laughs> i think they you know they're hoping people are going to kind of accept it and kind of stop accept there it. but yeah i don't think so I and mean, people are going to be like well no what else is how do i know you're not lying to me about <laughs> the greater stuff that's happened mm-hmm. or like other stuff and people are going to mm-hmm. and it's going to start the curiosity of like well, <laughs> what else has been going on what else is is there
1: yeah. yeah, what do you think? Ty- I was asking him because I, I saw you at Cosmic Waves yesterday when I was watching the video, and I was like, "Oh, there's Tyler. He's asking a question."
0: Yeah, it was on there. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, what do you think is going to happen with disclosure, full disclosure, partial disclosure, and all that stuff in the in the UFO community?
0: Well, I think I think it, first of all, you know, we know there's a battle going on, and I think honestly, I think. The battle is already won. I think disclosure is happening. Okay. Uh, it just has to play out on the surface. Uh, full disclosure, you know, behind the scenes is already in the works. Just everything, all this arrest stuff, all this criminal acts, everything has to be exposed. It's all to all has to play out on the surface. I think within three years, we're going to know. Within the next three years, we're going to know about other races of VTS. We're going to know about ufos uh i'm i think by 2028 i think we're gonna be an entirely different civilization i think we're gonna understand time travel agreed uh we're gonna be we're gonna have access to time travel i think they're
2: good. yeah some technologies will be released um, I, think,
0: I just think it, I, i'm giving it yeah till two, 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 2028 i don't know why that date always comes to mind uh by then i, I feel yes. like we're just not going to be the same planet yeah we're going to be in a massive transition well you
2: factor in the solar the solar flash that's going to occur that's too. Too, and that's what like I'll, you know i've been trying to rec- like reconcile how does the solar flash fit in with disclosure on mm. disclosure on like what you know the cabal being taken out and we're being told the truth and technology is released but then there's the solar flash that's apparently right on the horizon that's supposed to be coming soon and, and Ascension and, and
0: literally in horizon. Yeah, literally.
2: Horizon. Yeah. Uh, but in Ascension and, you know, um, how does that fit in? And I think, you know, what, what's happening now is like we're we're at the end of an Ascension cycle and the solar flash is going to, is a part of that. That's just, you know, what happens and we're very far behind because of all the suppression, because of all, us being suppressed by these negative beings for so long um and, I, and obviously they want the timeline to go in this negative way you know they want um us to keep being their slaves and you know this like kind of like just keep playing out the timeline yeah timeline where like yeah. we, we get more and more enslaved in a way that's like our you know to where it's like 1984 on steroids, even though right, it right. already is, but uh, even more so. And then, and then the whole AI ac- aspect, that you know the AI transhumanist agenda that they have, um and and then you have the ascension, you know, timeline, which is what I feel like we're on. And yeah. they're being taken out because, you know, our, our benevolent friends, our ET friends, they're coming in and helping they're like all right they're right at the end of the cycle they're way behind <laughs> like we need to come in and do what we can without yeah. doing everything right. without frigging on free will um and uh they've cleared out what i've heard they've cleared out most of the reptilians and um done done basically what we couldn't do on our own and and helped us out and then now now we're kind of just seeing the 3d stuff play out yeah. and uh and then you got the alliance on the 3d level working to take out that and and help with that and then and then we're doing our part by just talking about the stuff and getting it out there and and raising consciousness and doing our, our work and everything else
0: well what i've so. heard what i've heard is that these other races <clears throat> got the 9 call from earth seriously there was like they they described this uh gigantic white flash that just took over the entire solar system Mm -hmm. and it was like a cry out from Earth and it was like people, that was the beginning of them coming here to help us. So there was some type of a cosmic event that occurred that we were unaware of that initiated all these beings coming to help. Now we all know they've been helping individuals obviously that's why we're all three talking about this tonight that might seem like total nonsense to somebody else but uh yeah so we is they're here to help i I don't know where we were going with all this but uh
1: yeah i am what's going to happen with is it going to be a full disclosure or partial disclosure and i think yeah you guys are right and they're here to They're going to probably in some way, if we ended up like going down the path where we got like a partial disclosure and we're like, oh, we're going to worship these, you know, whatever they're going to be, these slightly advanced gray aliens or whatever. They would probably, the other beings would probably make themselves known and go, no, no. these guys are very primitive. They have metallic craft. You know, now you're gonna see. This is really what's going on. There's way Yeah, they'd, so, they'd
2: probably step in and and
1: yeah. It almost feels like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: It wouldn't. It wouldn't. I don't think soft disclosure could happen like I hasn't. just don't. Yeah, and yeah, um, I agree. It would raise too many questions. People would start questioning. Well, wait, why is this like this and this? You know, whatever.
2: Yeah, and there's too many people out there that know that. You know, know too much now too. That's like. That's what Corey was saying. It's like too many people are going to be like, wait a second. What about this? What about this? And, uh, and just the fact, like, you know, if they come out and say, Hey, we've been lying to you this whole time, here's the truth. And they try to say that's the full truth. But then someone else stands up and says, wait a second. What about this and this? And here's the stuff backing that up. What makes you think (laughs) the unawake people, quote unquote, are going to be like, Oh no, like you're giving us the full truth. That's okay, you know. They're gonna be like, "Oh, what about this?" <laughs> like, yeah, you know. Yeah. And just on that level alone, and then you know, we were talking about the energies. Uh, that's it now, anyway. And that's that's, a, that's that's the energies alone are uncovering the truth, and yeah, they that's
1: yeah. That's what I was gonna say. You probably read so, my mind. I was like, yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're coming in as well, and we're getting bombarded by all these cosmic streams that are elevating our consciousness, and so it's like maybe. You know we're not we're not the same beings that we were twenty years ago, so it's like that 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 tactic isn't gonna work, so yeah. we're gonna be like aware and it's kind of like you know just like you said, Aaron like once they start talking about it and opening it up, it's like now like we then we're gonna piggyback on that new awareness, so like we'll go, okay, if this is real then now our awareness is going to be at that level and then we're going to start questioning from that level higher yeah so it's exactly. like you know how they say like there was a story of cortez when he went to south america and the natives there they couldn't see the ships and like they were cortez was like our ships are right here you know these giant wood wooden tall yeah. sailing ships they couldn't see them because there was no frame of reference in their consciousness to see those ships They were like, we don't see them. It was like right there in front of them. It's the yeah. same thing. Like once people open their awareness to see that they're going to see right. a bunch of other stuff too. I mean, they're going to be open up to multidimensional awareness. So unless there's some way to limit that, which, you know, we don't want, it's going to be very difficult. And I mean, that's just kind of what happens. I mean, like, for me, like when I got back from a SETI, I've seen like four things in the sky, Really, UFOs, because they're unidentified flying thingamajigs, and I, yeah. <laughs> and I see it, you know, I was, it's like, so like, it's almost like I was using the example, like when somebody, you know, doesn't know anything about wine, and you give them like a $10 glass of wine, or a $1,000 glass of wine, you're like, try these, You don't know the difference between the glasses of wine. You're pretty much gonna be like, "Eh, uh about the same. But you have a wine connoisseur tell you about the bouquet and how this one has this and that and all the different elements that they go through, and you start to discern your palate, like you can now identify. And I mean, like for me, and I think for a lot of people that start getting more of this awareness, like Gassetti was like, Okay, I'm seeing stuff moving in the sky my eyes are able to focus on whatever dimension those things are at. Cause the veil is very thin. Yeah. So it's like I had those training wheels come back here, man. I'm sitting yesterday with my wife by the pool kids are playing and she's talking and I'm just kind of looking up and all of a sudden I see this thing. It looked like a big floating triangle that just was like kind of moving in on itself like this, like in slow motion and sort of whirling around And it came from the canyon, maybe like, you know, 10,000, maybe like 1,000 feet away. And then just went right over our house. And I was like, what the hell is that? And I was like, honey, do you see that? She's like, no. And then I saw another thing just going across the sky. It didn't have wings. It looked kind of like a plasma orb. It was like very high up, but it was going really fast, like way faster than any plane. And I was like, honey, do you see that? What the heck is that? And she's like, I don't see it. Like,
2: <laughs> she couldn't see it. That's funny.
1: So imagine if if we start attuning our consciousness to that, like there'll be no way that people would not see no. all those other. I mean, we would be like, okay, we're starting to see through the dimensions, well, through the realities, and it's like, yeah, okay, now we know?
2: There's so many aspects to it. that's the fascinating thing because there's that, and then there's also I've heard that they're gonna literally start decloaking their ships. Cause literally, there's already ships yeah. in our skies now. Yeah. They're just
0: cloaked everywhere. So well,
2: that's start decloaking, and then we're gonna be like, "Hey, what are these th- these things flying around the sky?" I what want to see one that there, and there was what?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> see, that's what I was wondering. Like, if I would have gotten pictures of those, like, would they come through? And I think they would have. So I'm gonna. I'm not gonna go anywhere without my phone because I start seeing stuff all the time. And
0: the night I got back from he uh, the next night or the same night, whatever, I walked outside and let my dogs out. Looked up, yeah, and I saw this what we had been seeing there the whole time. Those chip going across, it powers up, and and I was just like, wow. I mean, as soon as I walked out and looked up, it was just right there, totally apparent. And I watched it go across and do its thing, just like we were watching all week. And uh, but after that, I haven't noticed anymore. But I was like, wow, it's like. I must have still been in that frequency uh, when I get when I got back. Yep.
1: I bet you still are. I bet if you sit out there, you know, just you're gonna see. You know, we didn't see stuff continuously; like there was some lag spots. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, man. I mean, I think it opens up for a lot of people. That's awesome. That's because yeah. I was yeah. asking Peter Maxwell Slattery. I was like, okay, you get all these pictures. Are they following you around, or are you just open now to seeing that stuff? And I can't even remember his answer. I'm sorry that I didn't. I, 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 I know his answer.
0: I know his answer because I just watched his interview on Edge of Wonder. Okay. He said that he doesn't even have to go outside and sky watch. He said there's, a, there's like a psychic telepathic connection. Oh. He said that he just knows to go outside and he looks up and it's there. Uh, it's like they're making him aware to come out and film him. Uh, and that's what happens. He goes, I don't even need to look in the sky. I just know when to go out, and I know when they're going to be there. It's like they they tap into his thought process. Yeah,
2: James does the same thing too. Yeah, I've heard yeah. him say that too. He says, I remember what he said uh, he's like, all right, in three minutes we got to go outside or something, <laughs> yeah.
1: and everyone's just
2: like, what? And then three minutes they went out and there was a ship. Like, yeah,
1: that's awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah it's like you get this uh, ping let's, or Let's like, start wrapping this up. We've gone pretty yeah. long here, so. uh is there any last things that you want to leave us with? Are you going to be at any events uh, coming up or do you, do you have any projects coming up? You want to tell us? Yeah, about?
1: man, it's awesome. Thanks for asking them. Um, yeah. We actually have a new season of our show starting up in September. So around like September uh, 17th, we're starting. So if you guys ever watching this, want to check it out, I'm sure Tyler will post a link down below, but it's youwealthrevolution.com and the whole Truth and and idea that you know came in from my awakening is that all of the well being and wealth and and everything is within us. It's it's within all of us. That's the definition, you know, being internal within each being. Um, and it is a revolution of consciousness. And so we have a new event coming up. We've got uh forty to fifty new guests and speakers, and we do live energy help, live energy processes. One of the things we're going to do every day, which is going to be pretty cool, is we're going to be opening up like a stargate. Before we do each session, so there's some processes that i 've downloaded, and some folks that are helping me we 're going to be opening up like a live Stargate, and we get people from over two hundred and twenty different countries that listen in so we could see through like the Google you know tracking wow so uh, we 're going to be opening up a Stargate you know in all these different sites all over the world we 've got a map where you can actually see the planet and see where everybody 's listening from. So our goal is to basically like open up these stargates, uh, to keep the grid clear and keep the higher dimensional energy, like flowing through all these different grid points and kind of like lighting up the earth. And then after we open, when we open up the stargate, then, you know, we do the energy processes and the energy healings with the, with the guests and, and we learn and stuff and we sort of raise our vibration. So basically that's what we're doing and just bringing it out to the world and it's free, which is cool. Because uh I mean we get letter I get letters every season, people are like I was gonna kill myself, I was gonna you know do something bad, I felt awful to, you know this saved my life or just realize that there was more to who I am than just like this moment to moment problem and challenge, so yeah. so yeah, that's the biggest thing we're doing and uh, i don't think I'm going to any events right now. I definitely want to be at a SETI next year. I know that um 100%. yeah, so yeah,
0: yeah awesome well that's amazing that's so cool you're doing it for free i love i love i I love that aspect of it uh so many people are charging for stuff which i understand but when it's free man it really helps it really helps because not everyone can afford this stuff so
1: yeah and you know they do it for free the speakers do it for free now and you do have to opt in though so you got to go to the light. A site and click and opt in uh but we we
0: send out a lot of cool stuff and yeah, a lot sure. of stuff that we don't share uh gets out to people so it's pretty cool that's awesome all right man well thank you so much for coming on it's been fascinating uh we can talk forever obviously I know. That's, that's how every yeah. one of these is uh, oh it's great yeah. yeah but thank you so much thank Keep you so what much for doing that's... uh we love you man uh look forward yes. to we look forward to seeing you again. Definitely. Yes. If, uh, if not before then, we'll see what he said. Yeah. I'll be there for sure. I know that. So.
1: Yeah. Thanks Aaron. Oh. Thanks Tyler. You guys rock, man. And I'm so awesome. glad we got to connect and yeah, yeah. Hey, have me back. We'll do like an update maybe in a couple months.
0: <laughs> yeah, on? Totally. We plan, I mean as, on that. we plan on that. Yeah. As
1: We're fast trying. as things are changing, man, who knows where we'll be. Oh, in the yeah. next month. So it's definitely, definitely important. Yeah. So thanks guys.
0: Definitely. All right, man. Good night. All right. Thank you so much, man. Good Good night. See you later.